What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast and Radio Show. It's going up on a Tuesday here. I'm going to touch on something that uh, I witnessed over the weekend, uh, something that uh, I've lived for many, many years, uh, a transition that I went through that I would say probably 80 to 90% of you will go through at some point if you're not currently, and maybe some tips to kind of help you along the way. And what I'm talking about is eating healthy despite your partner. Now, I'm going to dig into this in a second. But just let me break down how we do this uh, at our house. Uh, my wife is a rock star, super healthy, super educated, loves to learn about food and eating and everything in between. Uh, it interests her, which is great, uh, partially probably because she lives with me, but she was an athlete her whole life, so uh, it was an easy fit. Now, obviously, our eating and her eating has evolved from the time I met her, you know, 10 years ago till now. Uh, you know, we've lived together for, you know, probably about the last eight years, so this is a, a system that we have down pretty pat. And uh, you, it's important that you have a partner who's on the same page as you. And uh, my wife and I are, are basically on the same page. We know, you know, when we turn it on and when we turn it off. So what I mean by that is, I know if she, you know, is doing something, whether it's like our forty-seven day transformation, or she's just trying to lock things down because she wants to look good for, you know, our trip to Italy or whatever it may be. Um, I know not to bring her trigger foods home. I know not to surround her with a bunch of shit and leave stuff lay around the house that she could pick at or get access to. If she's trying to be super diligent, that's me as a partner looking out for her best interest, trying to put her in the best position to be successful. And she knows on the same note, if I have stuff going on, you know, and if I have to, if we're doing a, a video series for men's health, I want to, you know, you know, I want to look my best. So please don't bring, you know, pizza and cinnamon rolls and cookies and shit home because if they're there, eventually. I will find them uh, and I'll crush all of them and all of a sudden I gain you know, six pounds in a week because I have no fucking self-control. So she knows not to do that. I know not to do that. Again, we communicate on stuff throughout the day. Hey, can you pick up this at home? Hey, can you grab me Whole Foods? Can you stop at Bull of Greens? So I'll pick up meals for her. Maybe she'll pick up meals for me. We work in synergy as a team. Same thing with the way we cook. I grill. She does veggies. It's an easy system for us. Um, it's taken a while, obviously, to get there over time. You know, our eating habits has improved and changed. Uh, you know, and there's some days that she eats even better than I do. And, and I know, like, if, you know, it's like Friday for me or something, and I say, fuck it, I'm going to go get, you know, five guys and fries, uh, like, you know, BJ Gadur and I tend to do uh, from time to time. If I go do that, and she's like, you know what, that's not part of my plan. It's, I'm not on my date today. I'm going to, you know, brunch on Sunday with my friends. I'm just going to sit here and make a salad. That's how we roll, and that's how we do it. So I don't drag her down. She doesn't drag me down. We have a system that works. We understand each other and our goals. And I think that's important. Like anything in life, I think you guys need to communicate just like you have probably financial goals, um, just like you have, you know, travel goals or whatever your goals may be. I think the eating part is, is probably the, the most important because it's your, your health and it's your life and it matters. So that's kind of how we do it. You guys, the only thing my wife does probably different than me is she probably enjoys cocktails and being social much more than me because I'm an introvert and she is uh, not so much that. So uh, that's probably only the toughest thing is when uh, when she wants me to quote unquote loosen up or whatever, which I don't even think people really want to see that because it's like when I quote unquote let loose, it will end up me, you know, drinking 15 beers and peeing my pants and headbutting a wall. So I tend not to do that in my adult age, though I left those days behind years and years ago. So that's probably the only thing that we do different is that uh, she sometimes will poke and prod me to do that. But even at this point, uh, she knows me and she knows who I am. But most of you guys do deal with things like that, which I'll touch on in a second. So that's how we do partner eating at our house. Uh, it works well for us. Um, we work as a team in a tandem. We pick up stuff from the grocery store. We prep stuff for each other. We leave stuff for one another. We communicate whose food is whose. Um, I'm probably better at it than she is. And so I try not to eat 
shit that she has specifically for her and I try not to do things that are specifically for me. Um, and it, it, it saves a lot of arguments uh, and fights uh, in your marriage if you guys are you know dating somebody as well. So food for thought there. So with that said, you guys, eating healthy despite your partner, you know, in my business, we see a lot of motivated, driven, dedicated people who are ready to make a major lifestyle change in their, not just their eating and their training, but their mindset, their rituals, their habits, their routines, the things that really are going to make them successful for life. And one of the biggest problems they have is that their husband or wife is not on board with them. And this has got to be one of the toughest changes to make is when you have a committed, you know, person and then one person who doesn't give a shit. It's getting somebody to make a mental shift to get fit um, alone without your other half being on the same page is really tough. And I'm going to share a few quick kind of hacks with you guys to ease the transition for both of you. So hopefully you can live, you know, the healthiest, happiest life possible with still, you know, in doing the shit that you enjoy, but obviously always within reason. So. The first thing I'd say, you guys, and I touched on this a little bit already, step one would be just understand that you have different people, um, you know, in the world. We're, we're all different, and we have to understand that we have different needs, different wants, different triggers, different motivators. What triggers me is not the same thing that triggers my wife, you know. Uh, what motivates me is is not really the same thing that motivates her, and we need to understand that part of it, that the things that, you know, I can have in the house that I'm okay with might drag her down and vice versa. And you guys have to have that talk. So if you know you can't have, you know, Justin's almond butter in the house because you're going to crush a whole jar, which is me, I tell my wife, don't buy the whole jar, please. Just buy the individual packets. And then if I have to be a fat ass, I'll open up seven packets in a row and then I have to feel bad about myself. So we have an understanding there. And if you're the person in the relationship who is the, you know, the healthier eater and you're trying to get the other person to level up, Understand that they're their own person. They have to want to do it for themselves. But you also have to be the leader. You have to take 100% ownership for your efforts and your actions. And at first, it's a fight. uh, And you're going to have to go it alone. You have to understand that you have to be the standard set for your partner that they gravitate towards, not the other way around. You have to be willing to stay strong and hold your ground and oftentimes your friends, your family, and yes, even your partner will want to see you fail. I know it sounds fucked up and it's weird. But these people want to see you fail or they want to just see, they want to like maybe make fun of you at first or they don't understand it. Why are you eating this or why are you on this quote unquote diet or why are you doing that? I don't understand it. But eventually they're going to gravitate towards you guys. You pay them no mind. You stay focused and eventually they will come around to you. They'll see you making kick-ass progress. They'll see you looking leaner, feeling better, having more energy. And you'll be showing them, even if you don't deliberately do it, you'll just be showing them how happy you are, how energetic, how passionate, and that's contagious. And they'll see it enough and they'll become believers. And all of a sudden they'll start asking you questions. Well, why do you eat this? Or what does that do for you? Or how do you make that? It's really simple stuff. It's just you have to be willing to grind people down, I guess. I don't know how else to say it. And I'm a grinder, you guys. I am. Um, If I want to do something, I'll grind anybody down to the fucking nothing. There's no way you're going to move me or push my will. You cannot do it. Um, And you almost have to have that same mentality. And like, you know what? This is my goal. I'm dedicated to it. I'm really driven. And you can either get on the train or you can get the fuck off. Uh, And that's tough because you're married to this person and you want them to understand. And I think they will over time. But at first, it's going to be tough. And you have to be the person who says no at happy hour, the person who pushes dinner away. And you don't let the food pushers and the drink pushers push stuff on you. And I know it's tough. I was just at a wedding this last weekend. And awesome time, great people. But when people are drinking, they want to see you drink more. They want you to kind of be on their level in terms of drinking and doing that. And what you have to tell them is, you guys don't have the same goals as me. 
you guys aren't on the same program as me. You guys aren't putting the same work in as I am. So for me to throw it away, you have to pick, you you guys have to pick and choose your spot. So you tell them I can't just throw it away for you every time you want me to. And again, they'll they'll be like, oh well, it's just one time or it's just this. If it, you guys, if I drank, drank booze and ate shit every time somebody said, oh, it's just one time. Oh, live a little. I would not be this person today. I would not look like this, move like this, feels like this. I wouldn't be able to talk like this. I wouldn't be this educated. I would not be this happy every single day. So you have to be willing to pick and choose your spots, especially when you start out. You have to stay strong and you have to set a tone of precedence that people can level up to and that you don't get drugged down into their world and what they're doing. So again, stay strong, you guys. Try not to hold in. Number two. Ask for their support. Um, obviously, in any good marriage, communicating and anything you do, I think, matters. And so regardless of, you know, if your husband or wife wants to make the same changes you're making, there's no reason that they can't have your back in this, just like every other area of your life. They wouldn't talk you out of, you know, advancing your education. They wouldn't talk you out of getting your promotion. They wouldn't talk you out of, you know, investing for your future and saving money. So why would they talk you out of being fucking healthy? That's a terrible partner if they're doing that. And you have to... You have to Present it to them that way and let them know that, that they have to be your support system. That's what they signed up for. They're your ultimate teammate. They're your, you know, Jordan to Scotty or vice versa. You really have to make that crystal clear. If nothing else, they have to respect your choices and not put you in a bad situation or tempt you unnecessarily. So if they know your thing is drinking rosé and eating chocolate, they shouldn't bring it home for you as a gift unless you ask for it specifically. If they know you struggle with eating pizza, they shouldn't suggest going to pizza when they know you're starving and hangry and you're more likely to crack. They should support you and do the things that you ask them to do. Any good partner should be willing to accommodate you in this aspect of change, you guys. It's just the truth. It's really hard to do it alone. That's why I say this all the time. We have a, we have a, we have a, a cookbook. It's a best-selling cookbook on Amazon. Get Lean Gluten Free, you can check it out. There's a lot of cool shit in there. Um, we put a lot of time into it, Kim and I. Uh, but I don't know if it's ever helped anybody. And the reason I say it is because there's no goal, there's no accountability, and there's no coach behind it. And the best athletes in the world, you guys, when they don't have a goal, accountability, and a coach, they tend to get out of shape and not do as well. Now, these are the best humans on earth. So if they can't do it or they struggle with it, it's going to be really tough for you to do it without a goal, accountability, and a coach. And more importantly, a strong inner circle community and a support system who wants to see you be successful. It's really hard to do this, you guys, if you don't have a community or an inner circle of people or a coach to rely on to help you, especially when inside your own home, they're trying to sabotage you from the inside out. So again, I'll say this, any good partner should be willing to accommodate you in any aspect of these changes, whether it be proper eating or training or mindfulness or getting more sleep or getting more rest or chasing your dreams or living the life you want. That is what a partner does. And that is what I try to do in our household and every single thing that goes on. Step number three, you have to start cooking for you not just cooking for two. Now, if my if if it was my wife and she was not on board with me being a healthy eater, I would tell her, hey, you can make your own dinner, girlfriend. I got to do my own shit. Uh, no, I'm, I'm lucky enough to be in a synergy where we can communicate, we can eat similar things, do similar things, and be on the same page and kind of cook together in unison. However, if you guys are not in a relationship like mine and you must cook for two people or more, um, the alternative option is you can still cook for your family but reserve your portion, you know, for mostly, you know, proteins and vegetables just for you, especially if you're the person who does the grocery shopping. You're the boss. You figure it out. You make it happen. Um, I'll say this to you guys. When I was a kid, and, and I don't have kids, so uh, if you guys who have kids out there, I know it's tough. It would be harder for me, too, if I had, you know, a bunch of kids running around. There was fucking goldfish and, uh, you know, Teddy Grahams everywhere. I, I would, you know, grab handfuls at a time, and I'm sure I'd weigh 300 pounds by now, but I don't. So, but I, what I will say is this. I was once a kid. 
And my dad would come home from working like a 15-hour day, and he would not be the most pleasant human on earth. And he's like, all right, bro, it's SpaghettiOs tonight. And I'm like, I don't want to eat SpaghettiOs. He's like, I don't give a shit. I'm going to put it in this can, heat it up, and you're going to eat it. And if not, you can go hungry. And guess what? Every single day, eventually, he'd wear me down. I would get hungry and I would eat the food. Um, I know that's tough as a parent because you have to listen to bitching and whining and screaming. I was not a a crier and a screamer, but uh, eventually I did give in because I was not in control. Um, And that's kind of what you have to be if you're the head of the household or you're the person who's making the choices. So you can let your kids and let your husband have the added things that obviously you cook for them if they're not really on your level. And this is a way where there's not that much prep work for you guys extra involved and you're making everybody happy, including yourself. So if you do have to cook for a group and they're not willing to do exactly what you do, you can always include a protein and a veggie and you can give them the other shit and you can still be super successful that way. But eventually, slowly integrating them into the changes. Um, and if you make the food taste sexy enough, I think everybody will get on board eventually. Again, there's people who are going to fight you to the death and that's just that's just the way of the world. And then the last one, you guys, number four, um, just mark your own food. Uh, just like in college, if you ever lived with you know roommates who didn't understand boundaries and labeling of food, which uh, we're all guilty of that at some point, I think, I suggest that uh, if your entire household's not on the same level you are, that you would have your own cabinet, your own drawer. If nothing else, you carve out your own section of the refrigerator and label your stuff with your name on it saying, do not touch or you'll die. Something like that, that they get the point. Um, I know it sounds trivial, but if you're... You know, it'll ensure that you guys don't have to sift through other junk in your house to find your food so you're less likely to, you know, find the triggers and and shove shit in your mouth when you know your stuff is prepped. It also guarantees that you always have food there um, waiting for you so you're not tempted by things in your own house that will drag you down. And that's what we do in our house too. If I buy certain things and say, hey, you know, Heather, can you can you take this? I'll leave that for you. This is for me. Uh, as I drive home, I'll pick up something for her. She'll pick up something for me. You know, hey, we're short on this. Can you grab that? It's all about communication, you guys, like anything in life. Uh, I think that's true. And obviously in a perfect world, your partner in your household would just do exactly what you say, when you say, and how you want to say it uh, when you're ready to make the change. But that's not real life. Um, so just in case you guys do have to fight resistance, I would say using these tips again, and I'll go over them one more time super fast just so you guys hear them. But again, the biggest thing I would say to you guys is understand that you guys are different people with different needs, wants, and triggers, and you're going to have to be diligent and see it through and set the standard for people to live up to and not be drugged down by them, especially when you start, because I know it's hard. You're going to get a lot of kickback, a lot of flack because you're making change and people don't like changes, especially when it's to, you know, taking them out of their comfort zone or doing something, you know, that they might not want to do. And the number two, obviously just asking them for their support, getting them to be on your team. Even if they don't do what you do, just supporting your goal and your mission is huge. Number three, cooking for you, not just two. So always cooking stuff that you know is going to fill your body, integrating some of that into their stuff, but still giving them the shit that they want in case they're you know going to fight you every step of the way. And then obviously number four, Marking your own food, having it there for you, ready and waiting, having a few things to save you in between, especially when you're hangry and hungry and you're traveling on the road or something like that. So hopefully this helps you guys. I know it's a struggle, especially if one person wants to do one thing and another partner wants to do something else. There has to be an open line of communication. There has to be some talk about goals and being healthy and what you both want to get out of life and food and everything in between. So hopefully that helps you guys. I know I see a lot of couples who come into my space where the wife is awesome and the husband sucks or the husband's awesome and the wife is lazy or whatever it may be. 
and uh, we try to get them to work in unison. And again, I try not to get into the middle of that. I just try to present it in a way that people understand that, hey, you're doing something that's dragging your partner down and ultimately making them unhealthier and making them not happy and not as productive as they could be. And isn't the point of marriage and being in a relationship or on any team in the world to make your teammates better, to level them up, to lift them up. And especially if it's something that's making them healthier, to live a better life. I see it as a no-brainer. It's really hard for somebody to argue with you uh, when you're trying to better yourself and be an amazing person. If you're in something like that, um, you have to have a real talk with somebody and maybe you know, a, a come-to-Jesus come moment, if you will, about you know what you both want to get out of life and your relationship and everything in between. So hope that helps you guys. Anything else you want to hear on the podcast, hit me up. Let me know if you guys dig it or love it. Shoot me a review on iTunes. Drop me a five-star. Any comments, cool. Same thing on Google Play or wherever you guys are listening to this. And until next time, eat well, train hard, be nice to people, and please keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy your life. It's too short not to. You have an amazing rest of your Tuesday, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace.